Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Mini Money Podcast. I'm your host, Francesca, and I'm joined today here with the editor of Mafi Money, Eddie uh, Greaves, and the financial expert, I also would say. So how are you today, Ed? <laughs> yeah, I'm good, thanks, Francesca. How are you doing? Good, good, thank you. So today is like actually in really another exciting episode. Today we are going to talk about liabilities as for the word of the week. So, Ed, tell me what it is in a, a liability and yeah. Yeah, so it's our, what is it now, third word of the week. Um, this bit more, maybe a bit more of a technical term, calling it a, li- a liability. I mean, it's this kind of thing you probably hear on a you know on a balance sheet from a company or something like that. But in reality, exactly. what a liability is, or it is it's basically any kind of uh, debt or obligation that you owe to a to a to a business or a person or something like that. So, uh, kind of most common if we're talking in personal finance terms, most common forms of liability would be something like a credit card or a mortgage uh-huh. or a loan or something like that. Well, the reason why we talk about things in terms of liabilities is because when you kind of you want to look at your wealth and how much you are worth, and you know, kind of thinking about things like retirement. Uh, you tend to take a whole view of, of of your assets, which is something we've already talked about, uh, versus your liabilities. So you might have savings, which are an asset, and you might have a mortgage, which is a liability. And you look at those things all together to see kind of what your worth is as an individual in, in financial terms. Of course. And there is just one type of liability or, for example, like I think that a mortgage is a more like a long term liability. I think we touched upon. So, like, what's the difference between, I would say, a short-term liability and a long-term one? Yeah, so that's kind of the the, the, the main differentiator. I think you get uh, that that would be kind of considered in in, in personal finance terms is 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 a mortgage, which is obviously a long-term product. It takes you know twenty five years typically for a, for a mortgage product to run, mm-hmm. versus something like a credit card, which you know your your statements and your balance and all that kind of thing is 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 is, is calculated on on a kind of annual basis. Is a much more short-term liability. Mm-hmm. Um, now, why does this matter? Uh, it matters particularly if you're applying for something like a mortgage. They'll look at what your kind of liabilities are, particularly things like, you know, do you have lots of credit card debt? Do you have loans? Do you have kind of, you know, car finance? Anything like that really will count. To what won't it would never necessarily not necessarily mean you can't get a mortgage, but it might affect kind of you know the value of the mortgage that you get offered or or the terms you know within that. Yeah. And there are any strategies for managing personal liabilities effectively? Yeah, I mean, when talking about kind of, you know, debt, and it's it's such a tricky topic because, you know, in some ways you want to tell people don't take on any debt. Debt is bad, you know, debt is corrosive, Mm. etc. Things like credit cards can be useful in if you know in terms of kind of managing cash flow, using things like Section 75, protecting large purchases and that kind of thing. Uh, you have to be extremely careful with them, though. Uh, you know, it's very easy for for credit card debt to snowball uh, into kind of you know unmanageable amounts and that kind of thing. 
but you know when it comes to things like loans and mortgages i mean personally i'm a little bit more relaxed about saying to people you know it's not a bad idea to take one on you know a loan is 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 a necessary thing for many people if you want to get a new car or you want you know you need a mortgage on a house and that kind of thing mm-hmm. i have my own loans you know we got a uh, my my wife's going to be having a baby soon we wanted to get a proper family car and i didn't want to spend you know 15000 pounds up front on a car sure. or whatever to get a slightly bigger car so we took out a loan you know it's a normal thing is people shouldn't be scared of it people just have to be smart and they have to plan properly and make sure you know that they're, they're able to, to 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 afford repayments okay perfect and one last question so you know all the kind of liabilities that they mentioned they they seem to be for like people that are more let's call them grown-ups okay so people that like have mortgage that have baby like that are more established they have a family do you have any examples of a type of liability for a, like i would say a young person yeah yeah i mean the kind of common one particularly when you're uh when you turn 18 and you and maybe you go to university you're a student uh tends to be uh overdraft i mean i had a i had a, a, a really big overdraft when i was at university mm-hmm. i think it, i can't remember which bank it was but they used to offer you kind of you know a slightly bigger overdraft every year and then you start work and they start reeling it all back in and it really hurts to have to pay it all off so overdraft is a typical one often student student loans get lumped in as a, as a kind of a debt but they're I mean, there's a lot of argument about this. They don't really function like debt traditionally functions. If you don't, if you don't, you know, if you don't work and you don't earn enough income, you don't pay it back. Uh, it gets cancelled after a mm-hmm. certain period of time, depending on which kind of loan you're on. It it functions more like a like a like an income tax levy than it does the debt. People get really scared about the number, you know, when you when you kind of, of got a student loan, but. You know, people who pay more money end up paying back more. People who earn less money pay back less. It's quite progressive in that sense. So I tend to take that out of being a real liability. Of course, if you apply for a mortgage and you've got a student loan, they will take that into account, but not from a credit credit score perspective, excuse me. They'll only really look at it in terms of your monthly incomings and outgoings and how much that, that affects your earnings. Well, that's actually really good to know. Well, like right now, let's go to the big news of the week, I would say. So we are really thrilled to announce our newest columnist, the one and only Money Mall. So what can you tell us about this person? If it's a person, it's really incognito. So what can you tell us? Yeah, so we're really, really excited about this. It's been something we've been planning for a little while now. Uh, we've got someone who is deeply embedded within finance and financial media. Uh, is going to start writing regular uh, articles for us, basically calling out bad behaviour from financial firms and actually any kind of business in the UK that does stuff that we think is bad behaviour, general shenanigans uh, and other kind of naughty things that we Mm -hmm. don't like. Uh, You know, uh, we're called Mouthy Money. We want to be mouthier. We're not going to pull punches. Uh, We want to kind of really highlight some stuff that that is, you know, in some ways it's an everyday frustration. Uh, Other things, you know, we're going to be more serious issues but basically we want to start drawing a little bit more of a highlight onto onto to you know stuff that goes on that we don't like basically it's all opinion we're going to back it up with with you know good old fact but yeah some nice hard-hitting stuff that uh, exactly. is not gonna not gonna be equivocal i think is the point <laughs> well also it's good to know that like anyone can send like their there are suggestions at editors at mouthymoney.co.uk and of course like the money more maybe it's going to take it into consideration and absolutely 
another important like fact about this week, I would say there are also all the amazing articles that we have out. So would you talk to us like about these articles? Which one is like your favorite? Or which one you think that is most significant for this week? Yeah, so obviously the, the money mole column is the first one. That's the most important this week. Uh, so in the first edition of that, we're going looking at why banks don't put their phone numbers on their home pages. Mm-hmm. This is something that uh, everybody seems to get annoyed about. Uh, it annoys me. I mean, you want to call them up, you go on the website and it's very difficult to actually find, you know, the the number to call. Uh, we've actually, I mean, have a read of the column. We've we've dug into some of their old websites using a Wayback Machine. They used to put the numbers on the home pages. Don't anymore. A lot of them. Uh, we've asked the banks for their views on why that is. They've given a, a bunch of kind of answers, uh, which we, again we put in the article. And you'll have to have a read of it uh, for more on that. But yeah, really good start to that. Uh, other stuff we've got uh, Shoestring Jane is looking at phantom brands in supermarkets uh-huh. uh, and Finance D has got a really nice little explainer on what's changing with energy prices in October. Obviously, the cap is changing uh, from off gem. So, yeah, but a bit of good news for people's uh, finances there. Of course, and also like your piece, the one about uh, must know money about um, inflation, it was really important. So can you tell us about that? Yeah, absolutely. So inflation numbers came in today, a bit of a surprise. It's going down. Everybody seemed to think it was going up. Uh, Basically, every financial commentator under the the sun who's been in my inbox uh, or on Twitter this week, Uh everybody's saying it's going to go up, it's going to go up. That's mainly because, surprise, surprise. (laughs) yeah, petrol prices and diesel prices have gone back up. But we had a bit of surprise this morning. It went down, even if just a little bit uh, is a surprise. Uh, yeah, obviously laid out why that is. Uh, looks like it's because of kind of hotel and flight prices have come down a little bit. Obviously, everybody's own personal rate of inflation is a bit different. Uh, this uh, this basically matters now because Bank of England tomorrow, Thursday, 21st of September, is making its next decision on hiking rate or not. Uh, looks like there's a 50-50 shot that they may not increase interest rates now. So that's going to have all kinds of implications for mortgage holders, savers, uh, and all the rest. Um, so yeah, lots going on at the moment. Uh, it's good to be aware of it, um, but not to, to get too worried for now but yeah that's uh that's kind of the long and short of it and do you have any other important news that you want to share with us for this week nothing at all actually nothing we've at got, all we've got, really through, quiet. we've got we've got through everything no nothing is ever quiet but we've a very busy working way obviously with the money mole that's the most important thing of um, course we want people to get in touch and tell us their stories uh their things that they dislike that financial firms or any kind of businesses do uh and and we'll uh yeah we'll uh, see if we can write about it and uh, and highlight some of these problems and go to check out also all our social media platforms in which we are actually promoting the money mole and we're gonna see well thank you everyone for listening to our podcast episode number three of mini money and stay tuned for our wealth of financial wisdom coming your way uh, i'm francesca how edmund thank you very much thank you very much bye